0: One person met with shaitan. many in incidents of this nature where Shaitan became visible to somebody. And the way some conversations that took place. So similarly this is sometimes Allah makes it possible. So this person met up with Shaitan, he recognized that this human Apparently human form is not a human being, this is Iblis himself. So he went up to him and he said to him that, I recognized you now for the first time. This has been an old thing in me that I wanted to meet you because of the very deep friendship I have with you. So now that i met you, what can I do to make your khidmat, to serve you in some way? because of this old bond and friendship Shaitan said forget about all that No, it's okay He said no, no, I really have this very great attachment with you and how can I get even closer to you How can I build this bond and get even closer to you This is what my whole desire is that I should get very close to you So Shaitan told him two things You do two things, you'll get very close to me One is don't look after your tongue And the other is, just keep being ungrateful. So when he said these two things, he said, Fine, this is my objective, this is what I want to know really. That what are the things that make people closer to you, now that I got that out of you, I know what I have to make sure I'm far away from. Shaitan said, this is the first time somebody tricked me also. But any case, this was the lesson and the message, which is obviously very clear, there's no, nothing... Uh, far-fetched or rather anything complicated about it. These all things spelled out in the Ahadith by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In fact, in the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala spells these things out. So the two things that take a person very close to Shaitan are these two aspects. One is ingratitude which Shaitan himself made clear when he was being rejected out of the heavens that I will mislead them in any way and every way I can. وَلَا aktharuhum shakirin this is what's going to be my plan that they become ungrateful and this is what you'll find and the other is the tongue that a person just uses his tongue anyhow doesn't think doesn't ponder is not careful about what he's saying to who he's saying and many times it appears to be just something in passing doesn't matter but these things create major one is the sin that is incurred apart from the sin that is incurred the Punishments that it brings, and this also creates major hurdles and obstacles in a person's path of progress. There was one person who had a very great maqam, whatever his position was. He used to have a very high spiritual feeling all the time, very pious person. Mr. Gangui Rahmatullah Ali, his fatwa was taken around and that to eat crows. there are various different categories of crows a particular kind of crow which doesn't eat carrion that is permissible that is like any other bird so this was misconstrued and people deliberately gave it a different picture that the crows that eat carrion also are halal this was just deliberately maliciously being done in this manner so somebody brought that rejection who had, somebody who had written the rejection and refutation, obviously in a wrong way, they brought it to this person, very pious person. And he saw that and he passed a comment. He says, well, today they made, he made crows halal. Tomorrow he might go and make something else. He used some other word which was something totally haram. He'll make that halal also. And he barely uttered this. Now this is the misuse of the tongue. And often these kind of things happen that a person just say something thinking nothing about it that who he spoke against sometimes we don't have any idea that that person who apparently is a total non or no nobody nobody even gives a second thought to him but what his maqam is with Allah we don't know so he passed this comment and all that spiritual feeling he had the maqam he had the taluk he had the bond he had everything just suddenly vanished in one moment nothing completely now he's totally bewildered and confused What is what has happened, he didn't even realize what has happened. He's going from person to person, all the ulama, Mashaikh of the time, and I enjoyed all this proximity and everything is gone, everything has vanished. So eventually somebody told him, it seems that you have made some comment against some very pious personality. And after thinking, he's thought about it, he said, yes, this is it. He said, well, until you don't go and seek his forgiveness, you're not going to be able to make any headway. Any case, the lesson in this whole thing is that this became a hurdle, such a major obstacle. What? One utterance of the tongue. Because that utterance of the tongue went against somebody of that caliber. And we don't know who is of what caliber. We have no idea. Outwardly, somebody might be just nobody, and somebody might be somebody, but we have no idea who's who. So that's not the only reason obviously, but this sometimes becomes the added issue that we create major hurdles in our ilm, in our progress in deen, and even in dunya also it becomes a hurdle and an obstacle. In afiyat in dunya, it just keeps bringing some difficulty and musibat after the other. The root of it sometimes is these kind of things as well. So The thing to be very careful about is the use of the tongue, and obviously together with that, the shukar and gratitude. Allah